0: you guys this is part two of the alien interview by Lawrence r spencer yay um and we're we're now we're doing um chapters seven and eight which is like uh the ancient history or Errol's the aliens like view on the ancient history of earth and then the recent history of earth and recent for her is like like whatever like five thousand years ago or something yes are like the no like the middle ages so anyway but um okay so i'll just read my first note that i have on chapter seven and then you can like and then we can kind of like do that all right so uh yeah okay so yeah she refused to answer any of the other questions from the gallery the galleries the other people who wanted it. and then um and then again like they continued to give her the books at night whatever she wanted which i still think is weird but um Okay, her first major thing she talks about is time. And, like, this is, this is, this, I actually, like, wrote some quotes from it. She goes, okay, time, it's an arbitrary measurement of motion of objects through space. Um, Space is not linear. Space is determined by the point of view of the ISBE when viewing an object. Distance between the ISBE and the object views is called space. Objects or energy masses in space don't necessarily move in a linear fashion. In this universe, objects tend to move randomly or in a curving cylindrical pattern or by determined by an agreed upon
1: rules. And I'm like, agreed upon by who? Mm-hmm. The Isby's, I guess, who have, who have created this, um, this physical universe. That was, my, that was my thought on that, too. I also wrote down that quote. I don't know but maybe it was agreed agreed upon by the council there's this is not related but there are some theories about the whole experiment like earth as an experiment culture and so maybe that was part of the rules of the experiment I don't know
0: yeah i mean i mean this is pretty much relativity right i mean we right. it's 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 basically like it's relative to where you are and um, your, your yes. distance and your you know your location and your um, right. between two object kind of things. But, and then she also says that history is not linear.
1: Yes. It's exactly. not recorded, but, um, I have that one. But also.
0: Interactions that are, um, concurrent and simultaneous time can be sensed as a vibration. I thought that was an interesting wording.
1: Um, yeah. that is because I, I, I'm glad that you mentioned that because even though I listened to that, just hearing it again from that you wrote that down. I didn't write that point down. Something else stood out for me, but that's a, that's an excellent point. So it's like a series of vibrations. That's what history is.
0: Or right, that's what time is. Yeah. Time uh, can be sensed as a vibration. That's what she's uh,
1: said. Okay. Yes. Um, yeah. Huh. Wonder where that deja vu comes in somewhere in that. No idea. I don't either. I, uh, the thing about, okay. About time um no no no. this one was about history because time was the first chap first part of chapter seven and then and then history was the second part of that yeah um yeah the time relative what else about time does anything else stand out for you
0: uh so like they're they're immortal and that they've been around since before the beginning of the universe and they're not born and they can't die and i like that she says before the beginning of the universe but that um that always really bothers me because I'm always just like, I, I don't, I've spent many a nights in bed from the time I was a little tiny kid until like, you know, last night uh, thinking about there can't be an actual beginning, like a beginning, like it can't exist because it, it just can't because like, right. to begin, you have to have something to begin and you can't have mm-hmm. nothing from nothing because nothing is still something. Mm-hmm you know, no,
1: like, that's an excellent point. We all, I think like humans tend to want to think that there is a beginning. Like for me, I can consider, I can understand that there's a beginning, but no end because like that the end just, once something is in motion, it just continues to go and grow and, and develop and be unending. But for me, I feel like there always has to be a. a um, a beginning, but I love the fact that you think that there doesn't have oh, to be beginning because the reality I, I, is it doesn't, it, there is no beginning. That's- I, I
0: want a beginning, but it does not make sense to me. I don't think a beginning, can, there can be no true beginning because something had to exist to begin it, right? which thereby already existed, which thereby already existed, which thereby already existed.
1: Yes. So really
0: the only thing that makes sense to me is infinity like in true infinity. And, um, she actually does say something about, uh, about how you, that that they can, like, they they can, like they're, they can create a beginning and and it can't have an end kind of thing.
1: Yes. Right. Uh, Once it's created, it can't be uncreated. Like it, it exists. Matter can just be converted. It can never not exist. yeah. 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 Right. Okay. That, yeah. That so she says, I, she says the physical
0: universe itself is formed from convergence and amalgamations, I don't know if I pronounce that right, of many other universes, each created by an ISBE or a group of mm-hmm. Um, They agree that energy can be created, but not destroyed, which has an ever expanding universe, nearly infinite physical pur- uh, proportions. Before physical universe, magic not solid, and it was wholly illusory. illusionary, illusionary. Um, okay, right. so but that's that's kind of interesting to me. So it's like um, that they agreed that energy can be creative but not destroyed.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. Well, it just it just was. I don't even know if that was agreed. It was just that's what it is. Once something is created it can't be uncreated, it just can change. So constantly, that's why it's constantly expanding because it's constantly being created by ISBEs. So even if you create something, it's either just gonna be changed from one form to another, but it's never not gonna not exist.
0: Well, then she. this is interesting how she talks about, she says, uh, says our existing collection of suns in this immediate vicinity of the universe have been burning for the last 200 trillion years the age of universe is nearly infinitely old, but probably at least four quadru- quadrillion years uh, since the right. beginning. Um, and it says, yeah.
1: so it does make a reference to the beginning.
0: Yeah. And it says time's hard to measure as it's based off of the subjective memory of a an ISBE and no yes. uniform recording measurements.
1: Oh yes. I wrote that down too. And my thoughts about that was if there were no uniform recording mechanism, then i felt like well what about the akashic records because we have what we if you if you believe in the akashic records it's like there's this recording of anything that's ever existed well i
0: mean i think by 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 recording it means like like a year isn't this like okay a year is an arbitrary time frame that we've taken from like the rotation of the sun around the uh, the earth around the sun well if you're not on earth a year has no no meaning like so like every if you have these infinite beings and these infinite places and everything then um it's all going to be it's subjective it's all going to be based on where they are and how like their solar cycles work or if they have solar cycles at all or whatever so yeah like there's no standard uniform like throughout all time measurement of time
1: that's right. You know. And, 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 and also it goes back to her referencing the physical universe. So we live in a physical universe, but there, solid, there yeah. are other universes. Like she, she was talking about, oh, I wrote down how she, she was talking about how she like exists in these other universes. So it made me think that she's like the particle in the wave that, okay, we're, we're in this time space reality here. And this is, even if you're conscious, like you could say that I'm at, at this location, but and and you can think of that as a point, but in reality, we're also a wave, and so maybe that that's the non physical universe that goes on into this other universe. I don't know. That was because everything was referenced back to like this physical universe, but there again are uh, these other universes that aren't physical.
0: Yeah, I mean, like Tashi said, they're magic and and illusionary, right. like, which is oh yes.
1: Kind of, that they, uh, the illusionary ones like the magicians can create them and then make them disappear type of thing like magic actually so we still have memory from that
0: like as, right. as if um that's what our unicorn and dragon fairy stuff is like right it,
1: right mythology um, or who knows yeah
0: yeah it's like it's like i guess maybe like a memory glimpse into that dimension that is or was i don't know but um i do i do sort of feel like. Uh, well, what are dreams? You know, that's, that's a different, like we exist in our dreams in some astral plane.
1: Yeah.
0: I, I have a more full and active dream life than I do a waking life. Like I I've lived, um, much longer in my dream life than I have here. Like I've done way more things and Mm -hmm. I, you know, and I feel way older when I'm there than I do when I'm
1: here. Yeah. Right. So how do we know that that's, you know, who, who's to say that's not real because it is real and where does that exist in your dream, like, where does that exist besides in your dream? I mean, like for everything I've looked
0: at conventional science, medicine, whatever of today, like they look at dreams as just like a brain processing of junk, you know, it's just like trying to, well, that's uh, part of it. Yeah process your day or something and it's like it's like your processor in your computer like um filing or something right. you know Well
1: the aborigines have, had a big dream culture so i i mean that's just a western or a specific Yeah i mean of i i personally
0: think that's just like i don't know like don't you have a bunch of crazy friends i have i have a lot of friends who don't dream like don't have dreams it bothers me a lot i'm like yeah. whoa <laughs> that's
1: yeah I don't, I don't recall anybody not having dreams, but yeah, there's some people that say they don't have dreams. Yeah.
0: I know four people, at least four people who say they've never had a dream.
1: Yeah. That's weird. How could you have never had a dream? Yeah. I mean, I understand that I most, more recently, I used to always remember my dreams, but now I don't uh, as much. I do remember them, but I don't write them down or I remember them as soon as I wake up and then forget them. But like, I can't, I can imagine forgetting a dream or not remembering, but not to like not, not never
0: even really know that you've ever had one. Yeah. I, I don't know. Um, that makes me wonder if they got really zapped, oops, I know. <laughs> but, never, but they got super zapped, you know, from. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Maybe they got zapped. Something. Right. Yeah. They're that whole zapping. Um, mm-hmm. oh wait, one, one more thing she says is that, um,
0: before I, before we talk about the grid thing or like the electrical thing that's holding us is that, um, Oh yeah. Each spirit is not the same. Each is completely unique in, in identity, power, awareness, and ability. Yeah. So the difference in an Isby like Errol and uh, us is that she can enter in and out of her doll, like whatever, Uh as she pleases. And it's, and it's not, um, and is not of the physical universe entirely. So she has no location in space and time.
1: Yes. That was my point where I think she's like a wave.
0: Right. Which is like, I liked that actually.
1: Which, why yeah. can't we be that again? And well, then, I think we are. We are that. But we're just also in this physical world and bodies.
0: And in prison. We're in a prison planet. That's a well, point.
1: according to her. According to her. According point.
0: to that. <laughs> and then it says telepathy can experience sensations uh, more intensely than the physical body. Or, or that, that, they, that the her is bees, they have telepathy, but they can also experience sensations more intensely than the physical body with her. Uh, with her. Without having physical sensory mechanisms, yes, so she can exclude pain from her perception even if she wanted to.
1: Right. Yeah, that's that's crazy to think that because we're so used to thinking um, how our sensory perception or is is how we how we experience sensation. So to not have that would be hard for us to understand how to, how to have that experience. But going
0: back to dreams, it's like I kind of get it because I've been. Like my emotions yes. in my dream state have always been like way more hype. Like I've had way better sex in my dreams than I have in real life. I've had way scarier like you can things. Cry. Yeah, yeah. Like like I, I've had I've had things that have, have upset me way yes. more than they have in real life. And I and I've been like just like flying and elated. Like like my my emotional range I feel like in my dreams is like like an overload versus here. So yeah. I kind of get that if there's any correlation or correlation.
1: It's something that that's beyond our physical experience. It's just another, another experience. I I, I was thinking like how, if you think of how plants experience pain, you know, there was an experiment where that plants were, were hooked up to that, to the lie detector. And before the, um, the the person who was doing the experiment was hooking up the plant to the lie detector to see if they would, how they would experience, like if they uh, did something to the plant. Right. So then the thought was, oh, I can burn the plant. And as soon as he had that thought, the, you know, the lie detector started going off the charts and the plant had a response. So it was like, we don't know what that plant felt. His thought influenced that plant. And so. Yeah. But that
0: also means the plants tell the plants are
1: telepathic. telepathic. But it also, that's true, but it also means that they experience something that, that it experienced mm-hmm. a thought as like um, some kind of sensation. So for us, that was like probably pain and that was like, ah, you know, and so it had already experienced that, even if it didn't actually experience the pain. Like when we anticipate things, when we anticipate something's mm-hmm. going to happen, it's like, sometimes I've lived out my worst life in my head or my best life, but oftentimes my worst life in my head without actually having experience. I'm like, thank God I lived it in my head. So I don't have to experience it in the real world. It was just so much more real actually. Cause it's like, Oh, this could have happened. And woe was, woe was this, you know, pretty crazy. Um, okay. I want, I want, before we get into the whole prison planet thing and that like the zapping I, I wanted to, um, may just to share a quote about, about history again, so hi- Errol says that history is a subjective observation of um, of the m- movement of objects through space recorded from the point of view of the survivor rather than those who succumbed, which makes me think right I mean that's true, right we all know that like the the, the history yeah, books are written by, by the, by the winners are, yeah. by the winners right so it just it made me think that the domain um, like was like earth is being acquired by the domain or for the domain and Arrol is from the domain right so like everything that we're hearing is Aral's perspective so whenever Aral mentions like the old empire mm-hmm. like again we're we're understanding that Aral's like gonna be for the team that's for the the domain you know right,
0: right. she's very, very biased
1: <laughs> very biased towards the domain so we don't really know. It sounds like from from her perspective, like from what I interpret, it's like the old empire is like terrible, 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 terrible things. And there's probably a lot of that. I don't doubt it. We've all seen what happens with the dark ages. She talks about the dark ages. Um, and it's like, we've we've seen it, but like at the same time, was it all, all terrible bad? Like what else was there? It could, it, it's never, it's never all of right. one or all of the other, you
0: know? And so to
1: preface that,
0: yeah, like apparently we were, Seated by this old empire that she calls it the old empire, and when they came through the galaxy to you know this the highway system, like in checkers, got the galaxy to go to wherever they were going. They they are uh they're they're conquerors, right? So they were they had battles with the old domain or the olds, the old empire. empire, and um, they won, but not like Earth was not. one, because they still don't know who, there's a grid, there's an electric grid system around the earth that is so powerful that they say other people who aren't even from the old empire come and dump their criminals here. It's like, it's kind of like a universal prison. Um, And they don't know who made it, and they don't know how to get rid of it.
1: Well, that was in 1947. So my thought is from that time until now, things have changed because we've also gone through the harmonic convergence. There's other things that have happened in the last, I don't know, 70 years. Well,
0: But even she says that, um, like in chapter eight, she talks about how 1150 AD, the old empire was destroyed. So a small bit of the hypnosis operation diminished. So like that's the electrical grid diminished. So people like Isaac Newton... And the like could remember um, old technologies. And so the Dark Ages started to lift. Yes. So, like, she's saying that, um, that like, that's that how long ago the domain beat the old empire was like at the beginning of the Dark Ages, okay, in 1150 AD. So, th- like, we're, we're getting traces of things like that are being let through the grid yes. at, since then. But um, yeah, right, so I thought that was interesting.
1: Yeah, I think that that's happening at a faster rate now because so many people are getting more connected to all of this information and just wanting to remember. You know, we have this whole amnesia thing going on, but I mean, you and I you and I have talked about it where it's like, I don't want to forget anymore. I want to remember. I'm tired of not knowing like where I came from. I'm tired of re- not remembering in between these lives. And, and it's back. interesting because it's like, I remember enough to know I forgot something. <laughs> right, exactly. So we never, that's that at the end, it kind of gives this whole like, we'll get into that later on but it was like okay there's some light in the tu- at the end of the tunnel maybe uh right. maybe you don't want to go towards the light because of, oh, yeah that's <laughs> another that's another thing but um, the light the, but the light being that we never cannot like you there's always going to be remembering no matter what even if they even if for millions of years you have forgotten you're eventually going to remember like there's still it's never if it never doesn't exist then you're going to remember or you can remember you have the opportunity to remember it's not like that was it right like is it like this this prison
0: system that is earth was meant to 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 be forever but forever doesn't really exist
1: right exactly forever doesn't really exist but at the same time that's the only thing that does exist so just like the beginning doesn't
0: ever really exist
1: right it's it goes around and around it's I, I the thing I like about it is obviously it gives you a lot to think about, but on the other hand, it's like it's too much. I, I could get inside of my head and like once I got into this whole prison planet thing, I started getting like, you know, creeped out, feeling sad. Like I was like, I'm not gonna sit around and like let these like well, let the serious feelings stick with me because this is too too much. It's too intense. We don't really know. Nothing, and yeah. and it's just like, I don't know, for me it was like it, it got pretty heavy at times. And I'm like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna. I'm not going to get stuck in the heaviness, I guess. So she said when, uh, when the,
0: uh, each of us our ISBs entered into this physical world is difficult to say because one, she says, all of our memories are always erased every time right. we're incarnated. And two, that we all came at different times. So between 60 yeah. to 3 trillion years ago and some, and some were captured as slaves and forced to inhabit these bodies to perform medial working tasks, like mining. Um, right. which is another thing with the mining with the gold thing and then uh and others were forced to live here and so we're a group of basically like um like actual bad criminals like who are like super perverted heinous like demonic type energies they just threw in here and then they also threw in here according to her like anybody who was artistic or creative or not compliant like they didn't want to comply with um they were just harder to control eventually once this old empire, according to her, who's against this old empire, once this old empire got um advanced enough, it didn 't need those kinds of creative people anymore, and they were more a hindrance than they were a, a help, so they just so she said we 're an interesting population." Um, and that the reason there's so many different races and other kinds of varieties of people on the planet too, is because we're not just, uh, like one collective that's throwing all their, 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 their non-compliant people in here. We're, uh, we're everybody in the universe is throwing all their stuff in here. She said, so it's actually unusual to have this many variety of, of, yeah,
1: which is why I think it's an experiment really. Cause it's like, we're all these different ISBs from all these different places, these origins and we're put here together. And it's like, oh, eventually we're gonna remember that, we are, that we're just like uh, immortal beings really when it comes down to it. That's, that, that's part of the remembering. I think it's just remembering like that we are immortal beings and what are we, You know, all right, where do we come from? We're all one, but at the same time, we're all individuals. It's, it's like, I, I don't know, it's um, all good, good
0: stuff. Um she also talks about how uh okay so so yeah so basically this is how they found out that it was a prison planet apparently um or i don't this this part i i was kind of confused by it but she basically talks about how there was like a a one of their domain uh officers was uh, implanted into the archduke ferdinand right like 1914 ad or, and uh he was attacked and killed when he was, when he was shot what what started World War ii Um he it escaped the body and when they when he went up, like they, they physically saw what the where the electrical grid was and he wasn't he was captured. He wasn't able to come back to them. Uh-huh. And so like then they that's when so that was in nineteen fourteen and then that's then that's you know, what started World War ii and stuff and that's when they really started like um doing investigation One. into what all of this is going on. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I thought that was weird. But the other thing I thought was weird about that was because she talks about how the domain entered the gal the Milky Way galaxy 10,000 years ago, they wanted uh, to conquer the old empire that was living in the Big Dipper. Okay, so 8200 years ago, they set up a base on a mountain at the border of Pakistan and Afghanistan. Uh, and it had three thousand members there, and it was a ho- it was like basically a hologram. They like took the mountain top off, they had a base, and then they put a hologram up to where it looked like a mountain from other people, but people could go up there and then ships would go in and out of that unseen well Martians like from the old so the old empire had people who were living on Mars, the Martians attacked and they captured all the Isbess. And they were all given amnesia basically sent into earth bodies and are still part of like the karmic cycle and they're yes. still humans today
1: right and the end they still um they've gone like from from like the far east pretty much through like they've they've little by little um reincarnated each time into different parts like through iraq through then the roman empire through into like beyond so it was like they made this whole like these 3,000 people or souls or isby's were constantly re- reincarnating and making their progress around the world so now they're all like scattered around the worlds pretty much and those are from those are from the domain yeah and they uh,
0: she seems pretty like Errol seems pretty committed to getting these 3,000 people back
1: Yes, right. That's part of her mission. Right. Yeah, um, and, and to free the rest of us too. She did mention that also. It was like to get those 3,000 people and others, like everybody except for pretty much like the perverts. <laughs> <laughs> right. Get so all the artists and the intellectuals. All the artists and the creative people.
0: <laughs> she says um, returning to the light makes you go through your life sentence again. So yes. like when you die, whenever you see the light, when you die, she said that's the grid that they've right. set up around here. Right. And and also music
1: or shiny things, anything that's beautiful that will attract an Isby to want to, to want to come back. So, so I was like, all right, that, that part, I don't know. I guess, you know what, I guess when I was trying to figure out what it was that it made me feel, and I guess it was uncomfortable because it was like, you hear all these things about like, go into the light after you go into the light, you want to go into like the goodness and stuff. And then you're like, wait, what, I'm not supposed to do that after. And I know. And then you're kind of like, but then you what's going like people on who like? don't go
0: in the light become like ghosts who are sad and like,
1: right. you know, I, I don't know. It's, just, um, it's too complex. Who knows? But
0: that, that is like the thing that is the, ultimately that's the most important thing about this book.
1: Well, for me, I feel like I don't want to get stuck on it either way, because even though it was- You can't know whether or not that- Because you don't know. And then what are you supposed to do? For me, I feel like all I want to do is remember. That's all I really want to do is remember. I remember saying that when I told you the story, I went to Catholic school. I had like sitting there in the second grade, learning about the father, the son, and the Holy Spirit, and how they're three in one, and it's this miracle. And I was like, I want to understand what that means after I die I need to know what that means what does that mean exactly I want to remember what that means so I remember asking God in my like second grade self like God can you remind me that this is something that I want to ask you when I die so I had like <laughs> and my entire life I've always had a list of things like when I die I want to know the answer to this for real because I don't know and so I feel like now I I'm like so, that you're like you need to remind me <laughs> because I can't because I, I don't can't. know if I'll I'm always not taking words. notes here but you need right. to take notes on what I went through. I I like that. That's good. Yeah, exactly. So, so I feel like now actually, even though I haven't died, I still have, now all these questions are coming back and I'm trying to find the answers so that I do remember when I do pass and it's like, okay, you know, what's going to happen? And then there's that great amnesia system in between lives. And then, and then I'm like, you know what, whatever it is, it is, what am I supposed to do? They say the more that you fight it, the more that you forget what and and like part of me is like
0: what a if if this were if there was any truth in any of this what a cruel thing to do
1: right so well that's what errol says that about like the cruelty of it and and she mentions that that's why it sounds like the domain is essentially good they were that she was like we're like we're like the galactic um conquistadors, like, of the, of the galaxies, but good, because we didn't like the way that the actual, like, colonizers worked their way, you know, and destroyed, like, the native people of the world, so, um, anyway, she made that correlation. Did you ever...
0: Like I, cause I went through some anger where I was like, man, if I get out of this and I'm going to turn into a genie and I'm going to like recapture all the people who captured me or like whatever, you know, like if you're infinite power or whatever, if you are God yourself, but then part of me goes like, okay, calm down. Like, here's the thing. Like, did you ever see Peter Pan? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know how like, um, like the lost boys will like capture the Indians and then they're like, Oh, and then like, and then the, then they would let them go. And then, and Wendy, it was like, what's going on here? And they're like, oh yeah, they capture us. Then we let them go. We capture them. We let them go. It's just like a game. It's just like a fun little, like, what else are they going to do? They're in this never, never land. That's also infinite that they, you know, they're just playing. They're having fun. Um, right. And even like the Captain Hook thing, it wasn't, they didn't kill each other. It was just, it was just like a game basically. Like a
1: power struggle in a game. Like yeah. a power
0: struggle. And then I kind of think of it, it almost like that. Like it's almost like, okay, if we're immortal and infinite, or whatever, and like right now we're stuck in this little memory loop of like not knowing anything and forgetting everything, that won't last forever. Nothing lasts forever. Right. So uh, eventually it'll be like, yeah, I remember that time when we were like prisoners on Earth. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah, and cool. it all
1: yeah exactly it all makes our experience. And if there's really no time, then we're already somewhere else experiencing something else in another consciousness anyway. So. It doesn't like you know, so it hurts my head. <laughs> yeah. It hurts my head too. Exactly, it's so much bigger than I can really imagine. And that's okay, that's what well, it comes down before to. Before we move
0: to chapter eight, because that's a, I'm almost on chapter eight now. But like, Errol also says that earth scientists don't have an accurate measuring system to gauge the age of matter. Like we measure things into the deterioration. Um,
1: which oh, right, and they don't deteriorate at the same because time because
0: never, because matter never actually alters, but is, is, uh, and it's never actually fully destroyed. So she said carbon 14 dating is flawed, and yes. that the, the, um, the earth shifts and completely changes surfaces, but it's still the same
1: sand yes. molecules
0: that are the same, like forever, like you know, right. they just reform into something different,
1: right? Right, and also, yeah, the carbon dating was interesting, like you can't, it's, it's flawed that you you can't date like a tree to um you know like to the some stone. architecture that's made out of stone, stone. right stone so those like you're, you're just we're wrong about our system of measurement which, which i agree obvious. yeah I, I mean
0: because like I, I remember when i was in geology as a geology major for a while um it was like you could take a baby seal that just died like yesterday on the beach and its carbon fourteen reading would be between anywhere between yesterday and two hundred thousand years ago. You're like, okay, well then that <laughs> is uh, not accurate.
1: <laughs> You're like, I can see it died yesterday. Yeah, I know it did. Yeah, yeah. Well, That's carbon dies and really, <laughs> but the carbon dating lives. Right. It just okay. Um, Wait, there was something else from that chapter that I wanted to mention. Um, Oh, it was just a thought that I had. The other thing is like she, her perspective, I feel like doesn't count, doesn't account for the indigenous population of the world, of the earth that actually have a different idea than Western thinking. So she read all these Western books, right? And she learned English language. And so even though she mentioned that there are all these different cultures, If you look at native cultures or indigenous cultures that have a very deep connection to spirit world, to um, extraterrestrial lives, like to their creation myths or stories, then they have a completely different view. So I feel like she negates all of that or just overlooks it like it doesn't exist. So again, she was like, everything that she was comparing with history on this planet was going to like Western history. True, true. But she does mention she says that um
0: she says these isbes mixed with earlier and okay so she talks about how says that but this prison plan was designed to keep us forever anyway the isbes dumped from the old empire were like sirius albatron Pleiades, orion draconis etc these isbes mixed with earlier inhabitants of the earth four hundred thousand years ago to establish the Lumeria, and atlantis which vanish in a tidal wave of the polar shift and many thousands of years before the current prisoner population started to arrive. So she does say that. Uh-huh. Right. So, so I mean, I guess, like, I, oh, and, she, and apparently these ISBs are, are the source of the Oriental races and that they yes, originated yes. in Australia.
1: Australia, yes, yeah. Yeah, she did mention that. That's true. And the other thing that I thought was interesting that she didn't mention, this is in chapter 8, so I guess we can get into chapter 8. But when she talks about like the philosophers and how um how like there started to be a change in thinking because then these philosophers came and were compassionate like Lao Tzu, um then but but she didn't she didn't mention Jesus which i thought was really strange considering if she was looking at it again from this western perspective speaking with a woman who gave her a bible like she didn't mention Jesus who's like the pinnacle for so many christians like of Whoa. what compassionate unconditional love is about and yeah, which that, i i found that interesting cuz i thought she was t- like so the dates don't
0: match up for Jesus, but this is who I thought she was talking about, but she says, so between 1500 BCE before Christ and 1200 BCE before Christ, rel- there was a religious battle where the domain tried to, like, it, it tried to infiltrate yes. the old empire and it tried to teach several individuals about the concept of immortal spiritual beings and how you're all basically these right. immortal spiritual beings. But that yes. it got corrupted and, like, the yes. domain, like, are not the old empire used methods of corrupting it and use it against them men only that to make only one is be. And I was thinking, well, that kind of sounds a little bit like how people corrupted the message of Christ where it's like, like, you know, like, Oh, he is the God of everything.
1: Well, Um, I guess, but at the same time, like if I'm not a big, like Jesus, like follower, but I mean, again, I was Catholic, but like you, Jesus was like, Oh, everyone can do this. Right. So a lot of his teachings were lost. We don't have any of the actual written well, or, or like just not he, given to the public. He but says he, that, but the church he like, says that like, like uh, manipulates it. And the church like, corrupted
0: it. Like, the only yes, way to yes. get through heaven is through him. It's right. Through through, him and or through or or a else.
1: bunch of priests. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. And and me. Pay me right. a tie. Right. Right. And there and was he, like, yeah. Yeah. And that whole like unified one, only one God thing. Yeah. And was, she says that Moses grew up in the
0: household of Pharaoh. Yeah. Um, UgmoTep and his with his son Og- Ogmonton and Nefertiti is his was his mom and Tutankhamen right. was his his brother and that I looked up a bunch of stuff about that and that's those, those dates don't match and like online they say that his mother his adopted mother was Asia and they never mention a king they don't never mention which pharaoh it is but a lot of scholars believe it would have probably the the time would have gone in with Ramses the second most likely hmm. Who knows,
1: oh, I don't know. That but I thought... that, no, that's interesting, that has to be mentioned because yeah. there's like inaccuracies of dates, and maybe the whole date thing doesn't matter, but it does because it's not that long ago.
0: Although, uh, um, Amenhotep or whatever that they that she claimed in the book, like he's he's like an androgynous looking being. Like, even when I was in the Cairo Museum, a lot of his sculptures show him like. With like boobs and like a woman's body, but you know he's got his beard and his other head on, and mm-hmm. then um, Nefertiti, used to like like you know, have like the big elongated skulls, like it's where they're wearing the like, right.
1: like, that like thing. The
0: weird cap thing or whatever. So that's it, it, they are kind of alienish, which would be interesting. Um, oh, she also does say that um, the domain force brought in the Vedic hymns eight thousand two hundred years ago, and that right. Thin, he was like one of the Hindu gods was the incarnation officer and he, that he fought against the old empire, like really like, you know, and then he was reassigned and then he, and then now when he got, now he's now he currently works in the domain with her and he's somewhere else. Yeah.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. He was reassigned. I thought that was interesting. And they, and he mentioned among other things, he's aggressive. So I thought he was really aggressive. So I thought, well, aggressive against the old empire, but regardless, it's not all like, you know, shiny and like golden light, happy love on the other side or whatever, whatever that means. I guess maybe that's just our interpretation of what that is. I don't know. Seems a little like there's missing data. Yeah. And then she also says that like,
0: in theory, if this amnesia mechanism was destroyed all of us would regain all of our memories so she does mention that which is nice that's great but she says that a lot of like i don't know what this electronic space opera is. she talks about space opera oh, a lot.
1: right yeah i had some terms the space opera i was like was that space was like, what opera that like star wars or like operative i'm not really sure um but she says the old empire
0: was like the world war ii groups that basically have stockholm syndrome and like likeness fosters lightness and cruelty begets cruelty. So she says like the reason, like, like, you know, some of like the World War II, like, not just the Nazis, but even like the Americans dropped the atomic bomb in. But like, I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, uh, we, we are mimicking that which was done to us.
1: Right, like, like it's know, perpetuating. Perpetuating it itself.
0: Is. And then yeah. she said another like system to kind of keep us in this memory hole is um false civilizations that are des- designed and installed to be completely unlike the old empire so that um um you know but then she but then she, i was confused by that because then she also talks about how these sun type twelve class seven which I hate when people do stuff like that like like that means anything to us She's, which is basically like an, an inhabitable planet which right. um she says like places like India, Egypt Babylon Greece Rome European Empire, uh middle medieval Europe were all um on existing standard patterns of other planets that existed that were carbon-based life forms, which only a small percentage of planets are that breathable atmosphere. Right, right. So I kind yeah. of was like, Oh, that's a little interesting.
1: Yeah, no, it is all it's all definitely interesting stuff. I mean, there's plenty to think about. But I, I guess the the whole f- remembering thing yes is a key point or like forgetting thing but i i kept like hearing in my head we're we're not free until everyone's free like no one's free till everyone's free so it's all like as a collective maybe we have to all remember at least a certain part of ourselves which is what i think where i think we're at actually in late 2019 as a collective, like we're all starting to realize something else is going on. So so even though they said that there's no until the this mechanism was destroyed, this this technology, this machine forgetting technology thing was destroyed, like no one would remember. But again, that was in 1947. So like here we are, 2019, and I think that there's another method because they also she also mentioned that there's another method where there could be other methods that we starting to remember. So for me, that what came to me was like, we're all starting to remember, we're, we're actually collectively all starting to remember. And so there's going to come a point like a breaking point where we're actually not going to forget anymore. And then she mentions 5000 the year 5000 that that is when the domain is going to like pretty much the, the machine will have been destroyed but up until that point there are still other people from all over the planet or other Isbys dropping their people here and the forgetting still is taking place but in 5000 that is when that's not going to happen anymore so right. there is an 30, eight thousand years from now that's not that that's actually not that far off i mean You know, Danielle Conte won't be around, but my, you know, my existence will be. Yeah, never know. (laughs) Right, I'll reincarnate the same person (laughs) as the same person. Two thousand years. You never know. We might figure out
0: like how to keep our cells regenerating. Who knows? Yeah. Um, Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But then that makes me think, like, okay, if there's a physical grid structure on the planet, um is that the pyramids? Is that what? Like, or like, like what, what keeps this thing physically able to hold people in? Like how, how is this prison like literally made, especially when later she talks about how it's a super undesirable planet to be on because it does shift all the time. Yeah. You know, and I, I actually, for whenever this book is written, like early 2000s or whatever, that's kind of interesting that she talks about, um, because the polar shift thing, like kind of took up more steam in the last like three or four years like not before right. that so that was right. kind of interesting um yeah. and I also yeah. just find it interesting that why is it that these same collective groups like Orion and Sirius and Pleiades and stuff like why do these always come up in everything
1: well probably because they're the closest to us I don't know
0: yeah I don't know either
1: I, I mean, don't know that's where may, maybe the most advanced civilizations are. Don't know. It's all question. I, I think that the system will, I, I, I don't know, maybe I'm an optimist or maybe not. Maybe I'm just naive. I feel like if there's this whole forgetting thing um, and that needs to be destroyed, I actually think that it's our will to just be like, no, I'm not going to forget. You know, yeah. like it's our, it's our right. Yeah, we're agreeing to, you know, to live in that we're agreeing to live in that so like we're we're victims but we're also not victims we're also i mean to be empowered is like to take back who we are as infinite beings immortal beings right so to be an ISB, to be a creator is to be like oh i'm gonna remember oh that's that's my choice and i'm i'm choosing to remember so you can it's like it's like taking away the wizard of oz you know and being like oh that's the wizard of oz behind that curtain okay yeah right. whatever you know, and then just just being like, I choose to do what I choose because I'm an ISB, and that's what I choose. So I I do think there's an element to that until we. But I mean, it's easier said than done, you know, because you're still all of the even if the old empire according to Isby, like, um, according to Errol, doesn't exist, like, even if it was destroyed, and there's still, like, even if there's no remnants, like, there's still remnants, because in our collective consciousness, and all of these hypnotic patterns that we, that we just believe have been ingrained, so all of these synapses in our brains actually remember all these old patterns, so they do exist, so we're just kind of, like, repeating the cycle, so even if they're not here with this actual thing like we're just we're just repeating it so until we well I
0: mean but I mean she basically says that they've been gone for like a thousand years and we're just um when we die we're still going through this light that brings us back into these incarnations
1: but that's because I think that we are just so used to that pattern like if we choose not to do that pattern anymore and we choose to break that pattern then we can just get beyond it if I am like oh no, you know what? I want to hook up with the other galactic beings and I want to go back and, you know, check out life on another planet. And like, that's what I really want to do. Why can't I do that? I,
0: I told you about this dream a while ago, but it's interesting that it kind of like, I think it kind of relates to this and that I, I had this, I had a dream that, and it was like a really crazy lucid dream where I felt like I was totally awake. And I had this dream that like, my mom like came into my room and was like, there's a tornado. You need to come like, come in my room. And I was like, okay. And like, I felt like it was real. Right. So I, I, I got up and I was like walking and I was following her and all of a sudden my feet kind of got heavy and I was like, mom, And she was like, what? And I was like, this is a dream. And then all of a sudden, everything like just went black and it went blacker than the blackest black of any black I've ever seen. And there was no light anywhere. And all I could do is I could hear my breathing and I was like, I was panicking and i was like oh my god like what is this and like my thought voice in my head was just like just sit with it sit with it and i was like i can't i can't i can't, I can't like i need i need a, a like as you know i've never not seen light like that before like even right. when you close your eyes you can see like little yeah little somethings
1: yeah it's kind and, of uh, terrifying yeah, yeah yeah
0: and 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 then uh and it was just like this is the film or or this is this is what's between dimensions. You need to learn to be careful or you need to learn to be comfortable with this because it doesn't last forever. But, uh, this is what you have to go through to go to another dimension. And then, and I was like, okay. And then, and I, and I, and I was, and I was, and I was okay with it. And then I woke up.
1: Well, that would be pretty consistent of don't go towards the light, you know, like go just sit with the darkness. Be but I, with and that. and
0: that's why I was bringing it up. Cause it was like, I was panicking for light. Like right. I was like, oh, yes, I need, I need, I like, oh I was goodness. like, I was like going any direction I could, not right. no direction to see. I needed to see the light. I was like, ah, you know.
1: Oh my and, gosh. No, that's huge. That's profound. That's you know? great. That kind of reminds me of like the, um, I I don't really like Temascales, which are which are like sweat lodges. I've done them a few times. I've had weird experiences. But one of the things that always gets me like, like panicky is the darkness and of course the feel of it. Cause all of a sudden I'm in this thing. But now I feel like I need to go do it again just because of what you mentioned. Like just to start training myself to be comfortable with it and like disciplining myself. Cool. That's great. I'm glad you shared that.
0: Yeah, um, I just felt like it was like kind of related to that feeling of, of, of panicking for, you know, for like Google are, are basically that habit, that habit of really wanting to be inside this light thing.
1: Yeah. Right. No, but even the darkness doesn't last forever. No, exactly. It doesn't, it doesn't cool. It's good to that's a good note to end on there is there anything else that like stood out from you big from either um, chapter eight or whatever no like that's
0: the, those are like that's probably pretty much i think i read most of my notes what about you
1: Well, I I mean, the amazing last quote was right at the end of that chapter, which was says, um, if the domain sent ships to every corner of the universe in search of hell, the quest could end on earth. What greater brutality can be inflicted on anyone than to erase the spiritual awareness, identity, ability, and memory that is the essence of oneself. And it's not that I want to end like in a positive, uh, in a negative way like that, because I think we can turn around and put it positive. It's just like, okay, well, then that's, it's our responsibility to remember. It's our responsibility to connect with others and to like, whatever, to, to start figuring that, figuring it out at a, at a step it up a notch and, and figuring it out, I guess, without, without being consumed of it too, because it's like, sometimes you get so into it and you're like, whoa, mind blown, but it's, it's too much too. Like enjoying it, but you know, I guess. But raising I, I, our consciousness. I mean,
0: if there's any validity to any of this, like that's, I agree with her. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's pretty yeah. cool like that's pretty bad, man. I can't think that's like you did it pretty good, man. that's right. Uh, that's pretty low. That's as low as I could think of to go,
1: yeah, well, uh, yeah, the different dimensions is like the third the fifth dimension, supposedly, from what I've listened to about like people that people that um channel and whatever, like the fifth dimension is one of the lowest dimensions where beings can come to that are not physical beings that they can like lower their vibration to come to to help raise our vibration up so it's like the third dimension which is what we've lived on probably all in the dark ages and under the old empire or whatever like that that is like what, what there was, but now we're, now we're going to the the fourth and fifth dimensions, which are bringing our lightness up and they've come down to help us go up. So I don't know. And and it's interesting because it's like, I do feel like
0: this is unusually heavy, like, uh, like being incarnated at just, I feel like it's a very heavy thing. And it's like, why do I feel that? Like, how, what do I have that as a reference point from? Like, you know?
1: Yes. Right. Right so
0: i'm always kind of like like i've I, always I had your you should, body yeah i'm always like yeah like i this is all i you know remember so supposedly so like why why would i think this was heavier like if i have nothing to compare it to but unless i just compare it to my dream state or whatever but no i i always like i always do think like sometimes like like just putting my arm through the air i'm kind of like man this it, it is like this is definitely a dense reality yeah i really feel can, like it is i don't know if there's right. denser. i don't know but
1: oh 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 well maybe but i would i would guess so there are other denser planets oh i'm i'm glad that you mentioned that back in chapter six oh, this was great i was like oh you know how there are people who believe that that the Earth, that the moon is a satellite and was put there with the satellite well she says um It's not directly stated, but what what she did say was the domain is interested primarily in low-gravity satellites in this solar system, which consists mainly of the side of the moon facing away from Earth. So I was like, what do you mean? Because she says that they're primarily interested in low-gravity satellites and then compares it to the dark side of the moon. So I was like, well, that's pretty consistent with people who think that the moon is a satellite. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is a
0: satellite,
1: but I mean, but- Oh, that's um, true. But like an, a put in place satellite, light, like a hollow yeah. satellite. Yeah.
0: I don't trust the moon. <laughs>
1: <But> that's <laughs> a whole other podcast. That's a whole other that's podcast. That's a whole other podcast. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. But right, anyway, it was low gravity. My, what made me think of that was the whole gravity thing and how it's so dense here, but then like, oh, they're choosing, the domain is looking for low gravity places within this region.
0: Yeah, well, then don't don't chill on Earth because it's not. (laughs) It's
1: pretty heavy here. Pretty heavy. Do a lot of exercise. Exercise those muscles for sure. Yeah.
0: All right. right. Well, so next week we'll do more of the the book, and uh, yeah, like let us know what you think. If we're being completely inconsistent or whatever, I don't know. Whatever, just comment below um, if
1: you. Yeah, leave your thoughts. What do you think about these chapters? Anything stand out?
0: Yeah. Cool.
1: Cool. Yeah. All right. We'll see you next time. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.